Put your cans on, Amy. Put your cans on, Amy. How do we sound? Loud and clear? Loud and... Uh, jeer? Loud and near? Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 3 of Head to Head. As always, my name is Jake, and I got my main man, Dylan, with me right now because he is about to introduce the first beers that we are doing in this region. Dylan, all of you, my man. Hell yeah. So uh, this region is the Lagers and Pilsners. Um, we've got the One Seed, the Six Point Crisp, versus the Lowly Eight Seed, the Diet Beer that's called uh, what? Can we get that spun around here? It's called the Purist. Um, you can't say that things are like diet beers. I learned this about booze. You can't like claim it's healthy. So they have That's to it. like imply their way around. It's the purest. It's called a clean lager. We're going to uh, dive into that bullshit in a minute. But first, we're going to taste, as always, the one seed. Uh, this is the six point. I love the six point beer in general. I don't know about their pills. So this is this is uh, uncharted territory for me with them. So wait, sorry. What is the name of the brewery? Six point. Six point, and it's called the Crisp. Okay. Yeah, it's called the Crisp. I'm ready. So I, I think this brewery is generally known for IPAs. I certainly know them for that. So so that's why I seeded them number one. This this seeding is purely done on my like level of respect for each brewery. Um, and I threw the Jack's Abbey into its spot because it earned its way there. Everything else it was to seed. The Jack's Abbey fought its way through that mini bracket of only itself to make <laughs> it into the region. Um, All right. Cheers. cheers. On. Ooh. Uh, that's not that good, I don't think. You don't think so? Well, it is the one seed, so it's better be pretty damn so good. So this is – got to peel back the curtain here for a second because we just recorded the end of season – Two, yep. And going from these, these are polar opposite beers, pretty much. So I just think maybe my my taste buds need a little tingling. They haven't acclimated yet because this is is it a little warm? You think? Is there something wrong with this, warm. or is it just me? What, do you, what are your good, initial dude. thoughts? I think that uh, you know, as always, uh, Dylan and I are coming at you from the roof. So apologies if there's a little bit of background noise or uh, ambiance. We're just trying to set the scene for you. Um, especially now that we're into the summer beers, the Pilsners. You know, you got to experience it um, and be the beer, right? <laughs> so this Pilsner, uh, I think it's good. I think that I'm actually really excited for this bracket because I'm used to it being, uh, you know, like similar to the um, the dark beers. Like I always think of myself like, oh, it's a dark beer. Oh, it's a Pilsner. Like get this out of here. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to see what I'm going to learn about not only these beers, but also myself, you know? So wait, so you're saying that would you rank because we we there was a lot of preamble headed into the dark beers region that this is not generally something that Jake's into. Oh yeah, definitely. Is, would you say we're sort of in a similar spot here with the pilsners and log? I mean, you've got to have experience with loggers. So right? so pretty much the 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 last time I had a lot of uh, pilsners was when I was in Costa Rica. Oh, and okay. they had a lot of different pilsners and couldn't tell you the difference between a single one of them. <laughs> it was you know balls hot. And I was drinking the the cold beverage that I knew wasn't gonna uh, give me the Montezuma's revenge, and then uh, I still felt bad when I came back to the United States <laughs> a couple weeks later. So but, yeah, um, I think I 
By the way, if if you're hearing some joyous sounds, it's because we're positively excited to have you listening to yeah, us. Yeah, we got some exuberant neighbors, neighbors downstairs. I think they're just a fan of the podcast. Yeah. Alan. <laughs> they're they're just cheersing the start of season three. So I think that like my my genre or what I think of the genre of pilsners in general and lagers in general is that they all kind of taste the same to me. But I don't know if I if that's just because. I haven't given them, you know, the critical eye that, you know, our our viewership loves that we bring to the table for head to head is how we really unroll these beers and just take a look at the insides. Yeah, I so I'm with you. I threw a couple wrinkles in here into this region uh, as a little preview because I feel like episode one bleeds into a preview a little bit. Yep. So we've got the one that is in this episode, the like sort of diet beer. So like, is that really, I think it's lab- whatever it's labeled as a Pilsner or a lager. You know, it's it's not a true pilsner or lager because they they had their tilt, they had their angle and marketing gig, and then one of the other beers, forgetting which one it is, I believe is a Vienna lager, which is like a style. Um, so we've got a though this is it seems like a straightforward like every pilsner, every lager kind of tastes the same. I tried to throw in a couple of wrinkles so we could uh, mature our palates on this one. That's true. I'm always um, down to mature my palate. I, I think we need to because. Whether you like Pilsners or, or not, you'd have to say they're fucking crushable. So we need to get into the second one before I finish the Sounds first Sounds good. Let's get that dyed beer. The Purist. And that's from Brooklyn. No, no, no. no. That's New Belgium. New Jake, Belgium. Excuse me. No. I, you know what they say Brooklyn's the New Belgium, right? <laughs> uh, no, let me, let me just guide you through this region. I think, you know, if you come in ignorant, that's all right. This is champagne clear. Yeah. Wow. This beer looks not much different from water from a... Uh, cursory glance of it. As they say about the purist, it's the champagne of clears. Uh, it's the oh, champagne it, of clears. That is, is amazing. It is uh, a clean lager, not a pilsner. Excuse me. Also organic, for whatever that's worth. All this right. has got all of the marketing of uh, a spiked seltzer. Yep. Like, they've got their angles. They toss their cows on there, toss the ABV, prominently placed. And then it, uh, it tastes like an eighth seed. I'll say that much. This actually tastes exactly like um, Bud Select. Have Bud you ever had Select. Bud Select? No, I was going to say it tastes like Ice House. Any of our more cultured listeners might know about that, and this tastes about like Ice House. Is Ice House uh, is it higher ABV? What's the deal with that? Uh, I've only had Ice House when I'm south of the Mason-Dixon line, and it is a little bit uh, kind of just like it's a punch in the face, and I think that this is, while it's slightly less of a pillow, this yeah. does not taste very good, Dylan. I would say, I wouldn't say this does not taste very good. I would say this does not taste <laughs> end of sentence because this is, I mean, it's what they're going for. It's extraordinarily watery and anybody who's had Bud Select would, would agree with that. So I, I was involved in a, uh, a fantasy draft at one point. Fantasy uh, football? Fantasy football draft. And we were deciding our draft order and uh, we were like, we were going to do an activity to decide the draft order, do the draft. Uh, you might recall this. Yeah, I, was, I think I was there. Uh, you were, you were. I think we actually did this virtually, but you were involved. Uh, you might have been in in person. But what I did, and I sold the rights to this strategy to one other member of the group. Um, the the method for uh, deciding the order was number of beers you could consume in I think a half an hour, or you could be shot by a bunch of paintballs. I don't remember exactly what that mm. tilt was, but wow. we never got the paintball gun, so we couldn't follow through with that. Um, but I had known from this really shitty fake Irish pub that I lived across from at one point that Bud Select is like water. It's really cheap, and you can just destroy them because they're like 3%. I think this is probably really low. This is 3.8, so this is really low. Um, 
And so what we did, yeah, it's like you can just crank down Bud Selects and not be too drunk for the draft. And I think uh, I sold the strategy. We Oh, no, what it was, we end up earning tickets. That's what it was, right? You don't remember? You end no. up, I think, for every beer you consume. I think I drank too many beers. Yeah. <laughs> so that handicapped your strategy. The Bud, but the Bud Select was the perfect balance of you can consume a lot of beers and earn, like, increase your percentage chance of getting the high pick, but not be too drunk for the draft. And if you have that sort of in initiative on your hands, then the new Belgian purist is the yeah. beer for you. Do you think that's their mar- marketing? It's just like, are you trying not to taste beer? Drink our beer. Because that's kind of what it feels like. It, I think... Precisely, like, so we're looking at actually, it's kind of interesting that we seeded them this way because the uh, six point, they, they're both in the um, Red Bull cans, yeah. basically. It's like they're a Red Bull skinny, style slender skinny, can. Yeah. And this one's got kind of like soft marketing all over it, right? I feel like this is like, if you don't like beer, but you don't want to be called out for being a narc, like drink this. Maybe. But I don't think that that's what we reward here on Head to Head. I think it's a it's a cutthroat world here. Oh, absolutely! I mean, this I, is this is a this is a beer drinker's game. I think you that drink beer, you know the. I'll I'll keep sipping it, but I think the days are numbered for the purist from New Belgium. We'll see. I mean, yeah, I would never have drank Bud Select on a normal occasion, but it it has its That's days. <laughs> so you're saying that it's a it's a utility beer. Mm-hmm. It's not meant to uh, be your your everyday guzzling. No, if I were if I were to sit down to watch a movie or play some video games. The first beer I'd reach for would not be the the uh, the New Belgium. Uh, what the hell is this? The purest. Yeah, diet beer. We're gonna call it diet beer because we need to expose them for what they're trying to do. You're not allowed to market beer as healthy, but this is bullshit. I mean, it says organic. It's got organic on it. What beer have you ever had that's organic? Jim? I think a lot of beers these days market themselves as being organic because really? it's real. I mean, you think about beer. It's, there's not that many ingredients. It's pretty easy to make it organic. Uh, okay. if you, in comparison to you know a graham cracker or a you know something that is, I bet graham crackers on. have similarly few ingredients. No, they yeah, so? they no, they got all those there. like xanthan gums yeah. and other things that you know are <laughs> usually not in beers. So I think that um, sorry, I was a little bit distracted from some uh, jovial acts of our <laughs> studio audience over here. Uh, I think that uh, the the purists from New Belgium. My view of it is like, I think I would only drink this if there is nothing. If, if you went to a liquor store and they're like, sorry, man, we're out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, it's we got going out of business sale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, we got one more six pack for you to, to get. I think then I'd probably buy it. But uh, if it's not Armageddon, I'd probably stick away from the, uh, from the PRS from in Belgium. Did you ever have when you were younger like a, uh, a formative, uh, Red Bull event, like where where, like you first got introduced to Red. Bull, at least from yeah. my perspective, oh. it was oh, like I can tell you that was sort of like moment. the gateway to drinking. Almost, yeah. it was like you don't fuck with Red Bull. Like that'll get you going. So I, I remember, I remember it was uh, my uh, senior year of high school. Right after we graduated, we went to Montreal mm-hmm. for over the summer. Uh, one of my friends, uh, Priyanka, shout out. I don't think she's a listener. Um, she she spoke French and she was like, yeah, I've been to Montreal a couple of times and, um, you know, it'll be it'll be a, a blast. Uh, I think it was her, I think it was her birthday party. She like arranged this whole thing. She rented out a hostel for us uh, and we took a bus up to uh, across the border into Canada and we had a great time. And I remember the time that I had a Red Bull vodka was Ooh. because 
Ooh, this we, is sort of a bridge between what I'm talking about. Yeah, and, eh, I'm saying like we we had already we had already crossed that bridge, but. It was the first time I had a Red Bull vodka. And the reason why is because we were waiting in line to go to this club. And, you know, it was like, oh, you know, an hour wait. And we're just, you know, chilling out on the street. Yeah. And this guy comes out. He's clearly affiliated with the club. And he looks at us and he says, no pants. Sorry. Sorry. Excuse me. He Take says, your pants off. He says, no. he says, no shorts. Oh. You can't have shorts at this club. And we were wearing, I don't know, just like kind of nice shorts. And we're like okay <laughs> right like yeah, i mean you can't you can't argue with the dude yeah. uh so we're trying to we're trying to do the math in our head like all right well we're trying to keep our line our space in the line but we also want to go back and get shorts a couple people are going to go and do the public transit back to our hostel grab oh, shorts for everybody yeah. we'll change in line uh and then we'll figure out like i think that one person was like gonna go back we, we had to do something where we're gonna like, keep our pants for later terrible idea <laughs> but I was a part of the, uh, the the Navy SEALs that were responsible for going back nice. to get the shorts. And one of my friends was like, we got to have a Red Bull vodka to, you know, make sure that we can make it, right? He was like, it's our, we got to inject <laughs> to make sure that we can s- get the stimulus that we need. Because the big problem is that we, none of us spoke French. And it's like, you can kind of get around. We were also idiots, which probably didn't help our situation. But uh, we eventually, like, we, we, took, we took the tea or not the not the MBTA. We took the public transit <laughs> subway option that they had, and we we get to the hostel and we come back, and it, it somehow worked. When like when I think about this in hindsight, the fact that we were able to do this operation, <laughs> it was probably like a 30, 40 minute round trip to get to the hostel and back, yeah. and we actually made it was pretty remarkable. And it was probably because of the Red Bull vodka <laughs> <laughs> that I was made to drink right before we got onto the train to decipher it. I, I mean, was going to say it was pretty either. easy. We just kind of got on the train, went and stops, and got off. But and I'd say we felt like absolute superheroes when we were able to. Oh get yeah, because you know, like everyone's anticipating, eagerly anticipating your return. Yeah. So it's oh, like definitely. It the either time, says time was of the essence. There's three options. I was about to say two options, but you presented a third. It's either that it was the Red Bull vodka, it or it speaks to the length of the trip or the uh, execution of your mission. But yeah, well, I, I think I think when I got back, I realized that the prospect of going back to get the shorts or to get the pants actually seemed like the better option because these people had just been waiting in line yeah. for an hour and a half to get into some. Club. Yeah, at least you're doing something. Uh, yeah, at least we were doing something. You know, fun story. Did you ever get told? I got told this about Red Bull. I can remember where I was biking from my house to middle school when we were having a competition, one of my friends, associates, I don't think I'd call him a friend, <laughs> bike riding associates, uh, was drinking a Red Bull on the way to on the way to middle school because he thought he was a hard man. Uh, he told me, he stopped in this corner because their car's coming. He's like, Dylan, do you know there's there's bull semen in bull Red semen Bull? In the Red That's Bull, why dude. it gets you going. And I was like, I hardly know what semen is, but that sounds dangerous. You know, bulls are big. They're, they, they, they fuck people up. And he was like, yeah, it's like, you shouldn't just drink this willy-nilly. Like, you got to be ready. And I was like, Ben, why? Like, why today? He was like, <laughs> and then he told me this story about, he was like, I, you know, like, my girlfriend, yeah, his middle school, he was like, he was like, we're, you know, we got to talk. We have to have a talk. And then yeah, I remember standing in the corner and I'm thinking, that all I can think about the whole time is, this guy's got bull semen coursing through his veins. <laughs> Ben's going to lose it. You know, he's going to run through some red shit at, at school. The next kid with a red t-shirt, he's going to deck him. There's all this talk about Red Bulls and Bulls got me thinking. So I had a funny, I had a funny moment at work the other day. So we were playing. I've just joined a new team at work, okay. and we're uh, the manager of the team had us all playing two truths and a lie. Just trying, you know, kind of like the beginning of Tough Scully, you know, last yeah, season. exactly. <laughs> just trying to get the, get the juice of blood. 
and uh, a, a lot of the team, uh, a lot of the team is located in the Guadalajara office of Mexico. So there's a little bit of a language barrier, but usually it's like, you know, they they, they speak great English, and yeah. we are decent enough communicators that we ended up making it work. But there's kind of this one guy that's a little bit on the. Uh, a lower percentile of the communicators yeah, within the yeah, office, gotcha. and he was telling this story. So he he, he also goes. Wait, last. wait. Is this is this the is this the Boston office or the Guadalajara office? The the person who's the, the like not communicating. As well. He's in the Guadalajara office, but okay. but now that everybody is the language barrier issue. Now that everybody's yeah, yeah, remote, yeah. it's like what's the difference, right? So right. we're all having this this big Zoom sure, call. Yeah. He goes last, um, and his two truths and a lie were like <laughs> something like uh, I can never rollerblade or something like that. The next one was. I once got blackout drunk and woke up in another state. <laughs> and the other was, I once rode a bull for fun. And then it's the type of thing where we were all supposed to guess what the two toast and lie was. But I could tell, I was like, well, we're probably not supposed to talk about the second one. <laughs> like, that's probably supposed to get buried underneath. The fact that you just got blackout drunk and just woke telling up telling all your new coworkers. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like, wow, I was like, this guy's a legend. Yeah. Um, yeah, it turns out that that was true. <laughs> yeah. it, was it the rollerblading? It was the rollerblading, yeah. <laughs> it was the rollerblading. Because he rode a bull. Because he uh, his like, cousin on some farm that they have a bull. He's like, yeah, I made it like a couple seconds and got tossed off. He's telling us the story Jesus. about how you know the rodeo clowns came and tried to uh, get the bull out. I feel like he was just trying to, like... He, he, he did he break the to ice, to be fair. super hard. He was like, <laughs> so. waking up blackout in another state and be like... That's kind of like what you'd say at two truths, two truths and a lie of like the pledge session of a frat. Like, <laughs> yeah, like no, you, you think he was trying to establish that he is like oh, the hardest dude? I think so. I mean, he probably is based on that. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I've never ridden a bull, and he has. So they've never gone interstate uh, while not knowing it as well. So That's this true. guy's got two on you. Um, all right, I feel like I'm crushing these. I think, as I said earlier, both because. Even though one of them claims that, yeah, the, the New Belgium claims it's a uh, lager, but this is really just not even beer. Uh, yeah. And then we got the Pilsner, which is cross your bowl. And so, where sorry, are you where, at? Where is, where is the Pilsner from again? I, Six I, point. Uh, it's from somewhere that's on my phone. Brooklyn? Six po- Oh, I think actually it's a neighbor. I bet somebody in Brooklyn is going to listen to this and be like, oh, Dylan, you don't even understand Williamsburg in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, it's like some <laughs> bullshit like that. The people in Brooklyn are so. Anyway, save it for next episode. Dude. Save it for next episode. <laughs> my, one of, my sisters both lived there at one point. They loved it, but the people who they associate—I'm not racist, yikes. but <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 that's Brooklyn. Right, we'll edit that. Up I just here. think they're intolerable for the most part. <laughs> we oh, don't man. need those listeners. Don't you just hate when like the end of that? Don't you just hate when the end of a head dad episode goes sour? <laughs> Nothing worse. So man. We just got gripes. <laughs> All right, Dylan. Yeah, which you, you which said you like? wanted to hear my my rundown. <laughs> Let's hear it. And I'll give it to my rundown. So I'm I have in my right hand here the uh, the purist from what's what's their face? Jesus Christ, Jake! It's New Belgium. New There's Belgium. Two beers to retain. Yeah, two right. places. Okay. Sorry, I'm drinking the beer. Okay. Yeah. So t- slurp that. And Let's it tastes like uh, it tastes like some apple juice, and then you pour in about twenty times the amount of water, mm-hmm. and then you're like refreshing. You know. <laughs> uh, I think I would. If I was in a, a survival situation, this would be a, a good uh, means of getting your, you know, daily vitamins, minerals. <laughs> Outside of that, can't really recommend the purest by New Belgium. Yeah. The second beer that we had, that is the beer, which is named... Crisp. Crisp. <laughs> From six... This is starting to be... 
All right, what's the third beer, Jake? Oh, the third beer. <laughs> we'll have to catch us next time. Oh, to... there you go. That's so it. Okay. the crisp. Uh, I think it's. I think it's okay. I'm hesitant about its future in the bracket, but maybe we'll see. Maybe everything else will be equally as bad. No, we'll you, you a... stole the words right in my mouth. Though we are absolutely going to call the six point crisp the winner. This beer's future is it's it's delicate at best. Yeah. Um, I don't have <laughs> at this point. Either I seeded horribly or I don't have a ton of hope for this region. Either way, it's going to be a close contest because all these beers, uh, it might be you know Jake and I's lack of like uh, refined palate, but they all kind of just taste like yeah. uh, watered-down versions of something I prefer. Uh, and with that endorsement, <laughs> we, had, uh, we, we bring you out of the first episode, and uh, next episode we're going to have some other beers that I'm forgetting right now, uh, and you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. And uh, at the very least, hopefully you tune in. See you next week.